Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He'd have got there, Rabbits. This is more than I can't wait. What about Andrew King? Put him in the sucker. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Yes, yes. Hello, one. Hello, all. Round 12 is here. A pretty crucial round, in my opinion, considering how close Origin is, how much selections are going to change our trade targets for the following weeks, uh, how crucial buy planning is as well. Uh, we have to find that uh, correct balance between rounds 13 and round 17. We obviously do get bolstered trades later towards round 17, but I still think round 13 is pretty important. Uh, you guys know my strategy on it. I'm going to pack it pretty heavily to try and make up some ground. Uh, but today, we're going to cover all things hot takes, buy holds and sells, trade talks, and captain obvious. It has also shown in recent weeks how important your captains have been. Obviously, if you've missed Cleary's two monster scores, you're well behind the eight ball like myself. If you've gone a little bit rogue and uh, that hasn't worked out for you, Sam Walker comes to mind. Tedesco last week after having a great first half. So I think nailing captains this week is probably the most important thing above all things trades and whatnot. So nailing your captains will be crucial. Let's kick it off with the buy, holds, and the sells. This week is pretty buy-heavy, considering uh, the outs that people are going to have. I think getting the, the right players in is, is the key thing. I think you guys can probably work out who the sells are. Anyone that's out for a long period of time with injuries, suspensions, origin, uh, you name it. The first man on the buy list this week, I've got Jerome Hughes. Uh, he is the best halfback option in my opinion, for round 13. You are paying a pretty hefty price for him, but he could definitely be a guy that you partner with Cleary for the run home. If you aren't going to target round 17 too heavily, uh, you could definitely have Cleary Hughes combination running home. Uh, if you're getting a Hughes, you're obviously going to be trading out Sam Walker. Uh, but yeah, you can't go wrong with the halfback from Melbourne. Uh, another man from Melbourne, Nico Hines, got him as a buy. If you didn't get him last week, uh, you've still got time to get him. Same as Hughes, you're paying a very, very sky-high price, but here's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, it's a shame to see Pappenhausen out for a long period of time, but for Supercoach owners, it's it's a blessing. For Hines, it's going to give him more time uh, in the spotlight. Uh, he's absolutely killing it each and every week, and he'll be a feature point for the Melbourne attack. And he, believe it or not, at 700k, he's still got plenty of room to grow. Uh, another man that you could potentially bring in for Sam Walker is Matt Burton. Now, uh, if, if he is a certified seller, in your opinion, Burton's a fantastic replacement uh, for about 450k thereabouts. He's playing round 13. He probably should play halfback as well with Cleary out uh, in a side that's flying. And even when he moves back to that left center spot, it's not uh, not a bad spot to have on the field. Inside Brian To'o and outside Jerome Luai on that left edge for Penrith, it's uh, yeah a very, very juicy spot to have. Next man on the list is a guy that I went early on last week, was riddled with a HIA, unfortunately, but did pass the eye test, uh, Cody Ramsey. Now, with Dufty being unfavorable at the club, we could definitely see Ramsey hold down the fullback spot uh, for a couple of weeks to come. He's going to play around 13. He'll get you through that as well. Uh, and could be a sneaky little hold for uh, midway through the end of the, the run home. So I definitely like Ramsey uh, at, a, at a good price too. I think he's about 250K. So a good, a good little cash cow there. And if you can hold that fullback spot, uh, definitely worth having. And he's past the eye test for me. 
Uh, another dragon, Blake Laurie. Uh, I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit here with Laurie after one good score, but uh, when he plays big minutes, he scores well. He's played two games this year above 55 minutes, scored 60 in both those. With Josh Maguire out, definitely could see uh, some of the load being taken up by Laurie. He's just a guy that pumps through work. Uh, the only issue with Laurie is the consistency of minutes. We just need to have him hold those minutes for him to be a genuine uh, great option for, for you moving forward. I think he's a priced at around 440k. Uh, a man that's similar to Black Laurie, uh, that's a little bit cheaper, Jackson Ford. Uh, another bloke that just churns out work when when given the minutes. And yeah, if he's going to be starting at 13, I very much like him through the middle. Uh, great to see he gets to start over Farmer Now, Angus Crichton, uh, I don't know really how to categorize him. I've got him as a sell slash a hold. I think it's very subjective based on your teams. If you have managed to save some trades throughout the year, I could definitely get behind trading Angus out and then bringing him back in at a later date after Origin surpasses and maybe we get a price drop. But... If you've if you've bombed trades like myself and you've you're, you're scratching thin, uh, I can see some merit between holding him too. He's out for two weeks. Uh, yeah, you're going to cop a bit of a price drop, but it's one less play you've got to bring in for the run home. So this one, uh, I think it's very very subjective. You could put him in the sell category. You could put him in the hold category. But one man I've definitely got in the sell category uh, is the young superstar halfback Sam Walker. What a relief uh, it's been to have a cheapy halfback absolutely deliver in a year when there's been very very little options outside of the the big name in Cleary. But the sad reality is that he has peaked, in my opinion. We gave him one more week last week to, to really get us a good score against the Broncos, but it just didn't deliver. I can see the argument between uh, holding him for one more week with the Raiders matchup, but even if Sam Walker goes huge, for example, and gets 150, that's only 20 points above his break-even, so he's not going to be making a whole lot of cash. I think the risk is far greater than the reward. I don't see Sam Walker as a long-term keeper in my side, so that's why I've categorized him as a sell. But if you like the idea of running Sam Walker all year with Cleary, then uh, I could definitely get behind a hold, but for me personally, with all the uh, the risk that is involved with holding him, I definitely just want to cash out now. Captain of the now, as I said at the start of the show, I think captains this week are going to be pretty crucial, but I think there is some very good VC options this week as well in order to get your week off to a good start. If you can pick a great VC that goes huge in the first couple of games, uh, it takes the pressure off having your captain to go huge as well because you've got that loop capability. Uh, we've got seven choices this week, believe it or not. Seven and three of them do come from the Penrith Panthers, so take your pickings as to how you want to go down that route. But for the VCs this week, I've got Valentine Hones. Uh, we picked him last week as a VC, delivered for us again uh, against the Warriors side, who are conceding a lot of points. Definitely could see Val uh, being in and around the, the Cowboys' attack and potentially going over a ton as well. Uh, I've got Viliami kick out. Now, throwback to when he played the Bulldogs last week, uh, last time. Uh, he absolutely terrorized that right-hand side defense. Um, so it's no surprise we've got him back in there just from the sheer wrecking ball potential that he has. And if we pick Viliami Kikiawa, we've got to pick the man that's feeding him the ball. Uh, Jerome Luai, I've got as a VC slash C. Uh, yeah, just just the p- massive upside potential that they have against the, the Bulldogs. If you do go Luai, that means you can't go clear, which is a huge move to take. Uh, another VC option we've got is Jerome Hughes. Now, playing early in the week with just himself as the main playmaker, you could definitely see him going off huge as well. Cody Nicarima in the same game as Valentine Holmes as well. I think he's a fantastic VC option this week. He is providing uh, owners a fantastic score and really uh, rising above expectations. He is quietly becoming uh, one of the best halfbacks in, in the, the Supercoach game uh, that isn't named Cleary. So yeah, definitely a great option if you picked him up early uh, and definitely worth chucking the VC on him. Now we, we had Jerome Hughes as a VC slash C and uh, it's only fitting to put his partner in crime, Nathan Cleary, with uh, a three-round rolling average of 160. You'd be mad 
on to consider him. It's just a case of whether he's going to go back-to-back three weeks in a row, uh, whether they're going to attack the left side more than the right. That's obviously the question to weigh up. But the first million-dollar man in Supercoach, it's going to be uh, very, very hard to argue against putting any kind of captaincy on him this week. And the last option, we've got Tom Trevojevic playing on the Sunday afternoon against a struggling night side. We know how explosive he can be. If you really, really like the look of Turbo this week, then you can definitely chuck the VC on Cleary and C on Turbo and expect a pretty good return from one of those two either way. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Now, Hot Takes last week was a certified flop. We had four selections. We had Teddy over 100, which didn't hit. We had Ken Mamalo over 75. He didn't play, so we'll, we'll rule that one out. We had Cody Ramsey over 75. Obviously, the HIA ruled that out. And I had Nico Hines under 65, which left a lot of egg on my face. So 0-3. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that leaves the season tally at 25 correct out of 48 picks. Still running at a click above 50%, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely getting closer and closer, which is not what we want. We have four picks this week, though. Uh, we'll, we'll try again. Uh, this might be a, f- a bit controversial considering some people's trades, but we've got the young superstar fullback, Reese Walsh, to go under 60. Hopefully the Cowboys can hold him to a quiet game. We've got Latrell Mitchell to come back with an 80+. plus. We've got Mitch Barnett under 40. That's probably a, a, their apouts. It's, it's all depending on minutes and what Adam O'Brien does. We know that if he gets minutes, he's a certified gun. If not, we're in all sorts of trouble. And we've also got our boy Jason Saab uh, on the wing for Manly. We've got him to go over 70 uh, quiet game from him last week, but still put out a 30, which isn't too bad for, for Saab's standards. So, yeah, if we can get a try and, and maybe a few more attacking stats, definitely can see Saab going over 70. Moving into my personal trades, uh, this is the segment where you guys hear what I bring in, and you can avoid considering the injury curse I've put on a lot of players this week. Uh, so, for tr- we're trading out Sam Walker, as I touched on in the buy holds and sells. I think he's just peaked for me, and I'm happy to cash out on him and, and get a few more numbers in for round 13. We're also trading out Ryan James. So we've got a little bit of money to spend here, uh, and that means we're going to bring in Jackson Ford. I was 3k off getting Blake Laurie, which... Uh, Sucks, but I'm happy, happy to settle for, for Jackson Ford. I think he's going to do a fantastic job over the next couple of weeks. And we're also bringing in Matt Burton as well to fill in that halfback role over origin period. So, uh, that leaves me with about 45k in the bank. Uh, if all things go well, I've got 16 players for round 13. That might do me, uh, rather than wasting more trades. And we could probably look at, at holding them for the next week and then really revitalizing the side for the run home. But Walker out, Ryan James out, Jackson Ford in, Matt Burton in are the trades for this week. And we'll finish up with the listener Q&A. I put the post out last night and got uh, about 90 responses in the first hour. So I had to cull those down this morning. Uh, we've narrowed it down to a few picks. Uh, a few that I think are really going to help you guys out, considering the abundance of messages I've gotten around certain players this week. Uh, the first one comes from Riley Ryan. What are you going to do with the full acquisition during Origin? Um, I think if Matt Dufty wasn't out... I definitely can get around uh, potentially bringing him in over the origin period, but with him out, uh, I think most people should just be happy to cop the AE unless you have Gutho. Uh, I think Gutho's a, a decent option. That's why you picked him up a couple of weeks ago to cover origin. But if you own someone like a, a Teddy or a Turbo, or you run that combination or something similar around that, that both are going to play origin, I think you just sit tight and unfortunately just cop the AE uh, during round 17. Uh, Nico Renault asks, Ramsey security at fullback. This one is tough because with the news that Matt Dufty has been told he can look elsewhere, definitely can see him just not playing much footy this year. And if Cody Ramsey is the way they want to go, it's great for Supercoach owners. Uh, but by the sounds of it, they're going to go hard at Nico Hines in the off season. So definitely can see Ramsey getting a few more games at fullback than we originally thought. Uh, 
Kai Dean asks, is Burton the only genuine option for Walker? Uh, no. Uh, Jerome Hughes, Moses, um, and Ben Hunt, if he doesn't play Origin as well, I think they're all good, cheaper options that, that aren't named Matt Burton as well. So there's a few options. I just like Burton uh, because of the real estate that he's sitting on right now in that Penrith side. Uh, Manas asks, is Welsh going to play Origin? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the front row will probably be Welsh and maybe Fodawaker or Tito if they decide to play him in the front row, but I think Welsh is going to hold down one of those spots. So if you do own Welsh this week, uh, maybe look at moving him on. He's probably peaked a little bit as well. We're not going to see much more than sort of 60s from him going forward. And yeah, he's done a great job for the first half of the season. Uh, Billy asks, is Burton still a must if it means selling Cleary, Hughes, Walker, or Schuster? Uh, no, if you've got Hughes and you've got Schuster, um, I would be holding him. I'm not too sure what Walker you mean. If you mean Cody Walker, I'd still be holding Cody Walker. If you mean Sam Walker, I could definitely get around selling Sam Walker for uh, Matt Burton. But the way you've worded your question, I assume it's Cody Walker. So yeah, I'd be missing on Burton if you do have Hughes personally. Uh, Chef Fowler asks, Raiders are a shit show. Do you want to hang on to Sam Walker for one more week? I mean, I touched on this in the buy holes and sells. Sam Walker could definitely explode, but I think just the uncertainty around him, there is a lot of inconsistency with Sam Walker. He's either rocks or diamonds, I've found. And last week was the probably the last week that I wanted to sit through that. Uh, I don't really want to sit through another 15 score. I think the... The stability of, of someone like a Burton or a, or a Ben Hunt or a Mitch Moses or a Jerome Hughes, I'd much rather take their bad day at, at, at a 40 and their good day at 100 than, than Sam Walker's good day at 150 and his bad day at a 15. So I guess it's just personal preference, but uh, for me, yeah, Sam Walker is out. Uh, Connor Perry asks, will the Knights come to their senses and play Mitch Barnett for 80 minutes? He's a beast for 80. Yeah, I mean, we all know this. Uh, Connor Watson's a beast when he plays big minutes too, but unfortunately there seems to be some kind of hard-on for Lachlan Fitzgibbon, which uh, I'm not really seeing as a, as a neutral that doesn't support the Knights. I mean, yeah, Lachlan Fitzgibbon's a good footballer, but uh, I think Mitch Barnett just adds a lot more to their attack. Uh, just remember next week, though, Mitch Barnett will probably play big minutes considering there will be no Tyson Frizzell, so that's always a plus two. Um, Matt Smith asks, thoughts on Dufty? I mean, he's out and probably will be out for a couple more weeks and then unfavored by the club, so I wouldn't be looking at him. Uh, Lockie Carmichael asks, Luciano Lua or Brandon Smith in for the suspended Teague Wilton? I'm not a huge fan of the Brandon Smith trade personally. We got a good look at him at the start of the year with no Harry Grant and he didn't light the world on fire. Um, yeah, I, I'd be missing him personally, but that's just me. I'd be going with a Luciano Lua. Uh, Jack Canny asks, Josh Jackson or Blake Laurie? I would be going Blake Laurie. Uh, Josh Jackson now has to compete with Luke Thompson, Adam Elliott for minutes, whereas at the start of the season, it was really just him playing in that middle. So would be skipping on Josh Jackson. But that bench is, is not too bad, considering they do have picked uh, Brad Dietz to probably come in for Jackson to pine to give them a spell. So there is one less forward on the bench, but I much prefer Laurie. Uh, next question comes from Anth underscore F, Welch or Gus, who to sell? I would probably be selling Welch personally. I think Gus has more upside than Welch. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that the rotation might be a little bit more awkward with, with uh, Welch moving forward. But that's going to wrap up the listener Q&A. Nice and short and sharp. Like I said, I've got about 90 questions in the hour, so had to cut them back. A lot of them were double-up questions, so if I didn't answer yours this week, I apologize. Um, but yeah, hopefully you got the answers that you need. Uh, that's going to wrap up the Supercoach preview for this week, guys. Uh, good luck, everyone. Uh, it's getting into the pointy end of the season where trade's going to become more crucial week in, week out. Uh, and hopefully we can navigate through the origin period. But for now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 